Hey there, you made it. And welcome to episode 41 of the Coaching for Pastors podcast. Hello, my friend. Welcome to the Coaching for Pastors podcast. My name is Jeff Cady, and I am going to make these few minutes very worth your while today as we talk about on Thursday's perspective and hope. And today I want to put a perspective on hope because in the world we live in today, as pastors, right, as as individuals, as normal people, as believers, but then as leaders, as pastors, we need to really be certain of where we find our hope because so much in our world will let us down. I was going into Costco the other day and my wife said to me, could you just bring me a bottle of water? I'm like, okay. And I get in there, and I, I go right to what I want. I mean, this was this was going to be fast. I wasn't going into shop. In fact, I asked her, I said, I need to get something at Costco. Can I just stop quick and go in? So I get in there. I get what I need. I go right to the register. I check out, self-checkout, and I'm, I'm on my way out. And I remember she asked me for a bottle of water. And I look, and there's a machine with water in it. It's a quarter. I don't have any change on me. I look around, and there's lines everywhere. We'd gone in the middle of the day and the weekend. It was crazy. So I just walked out. As I'm walking to my car, there are these people loading up off of one of the little flatbed dollies all their stuff that they had just bought into the back of their minivan. And I see that they have five cases of bottled water. And I say to myself, no, no, I'm not going to. I I hate asking for anything. I love giving stuff away, and I love sharing, but I hate asking. But as I was walking by, I look at the guy, and he he's a you know a younger guy, upper thirties, and and his wife and the kids were in the back seat, and he seemed friendly. And I thought, well, I can ask him for a bottle of water for my wife. So I said, hey, 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 buddy, can. And I told him what happened. You know, I forgot to get my wife a bottle of water. She's right over here in the vehicle. Could I just have one bottle of water? I mean, how much could one bottle of water cost out of five cases from Costco, right? You know, I don't know, a dime, maybe less. And he says to me, oh, I got to be honest with you, pal. I don't really want to break up a case. I mean, And at, at, that, at that, I was like, I'm out. I'm out. I'm like, thanks. He goes, well, we're traveling. I'm like, nope, thanks. And I, and I just walked away. I was so ticked off. Like my value, one of the values I have in life is, is sharing, is giving to people in need. And I felt like I was asking for this little, tiny little drop out of what he had. And I wasn't even asking for myself. I thought if I asked for my wife, oh, he can't refuse. His wife is standing right there but he did. And as I walked away, I thought, boy, buddy, I hope that when you're in trouble and you have a need, like a real need, I hope there are people around that are willing to share with you. And and that bothered me for a lot longer than I would ever care to admit and a lot longer than what made me happy. But what really bothered me and what I realized was it, it was something that I really value in my life, and that is giving and sharing with others. And the fact that this person completely trampled on the thing that I value, that really bugged me for, for quite a long time. In fact, I told my wife, I just got to put this out of my mind because it's, it's just going to make me 
miserable. And yeah, part of it was I put myself out there and I got my hand slapped. I'm like, okay. I mean, I could buy all your water off of you and just let me pay for I I would have loved to have done this. Listen, pal, let me pay for your five cases of water, but just give me a bottle. I just want a bottle because it wasn't about the money. It was just about the time of going back in the store and going through the whole process again. Okay, so I've belabored this point to you, but here's my point. In Hebrews chapter 6, it says this in the New Living Translation. It says, so God has given both his promise and his oath. These two things are unchangeable because it's impossible for God to lie. Therefore, we who have fled to him for refuge can have great confidence as we hold to the hope that lies before us. This hope is a strong and trustworthy anchor for our souls. It leads us through the curtain into God's inner sanctuary. Jesus has already gone in there for us. He has become our eternal high priest in the order of Melchizedek. We we can have great confidence as we hold to the hope that lies before us. You know, our hope is not in people. Our hope is in, in, in nations. Our hope isn't in armies, right? Our hope is in God. Our hope is in God. And people will always let us down. I thought, what a great lesson that is for me in ministry, that people will always let me down, always. But God is never going to let me down. Recently, I was interviewed for some research for an article that somebody was writing. The article came out. They shared it with me. And as I read the article, I realized that um, uh, names were spelled wrong, and uh, 200 churches was not one word. It was two words. And I don't know if you'll find it if you have it as two words. Uh, There was no link anywhere. And I thought, well, you know, that's the way it goes. But I had shared with this person four other ministries that I thought were doing phenomenal work in this in the area of small church ministry. And they they quoted me with all four of those other ministries, and all four of them were spelled correctly, and all four of them were hyperlinked. <laughs> but 200 churches was not hyperlinked anywhere. And I thought to myself, you know what? But, th- but that's that didn't bother me so much because my value is giving and sharing. And so I got cited in an article, but my stuff didn't get really didn't get shared unless you really went looking for it. But the people that I talked about, they were hyperlinked and they were shared. And that made me happy because I uh, perhaps I did something that I didn't get much of any credit for, but I was able to share credit with other people. And I was able to point the readers to other ministries that are doing great things. And I thought, you know, that's what that is really what God wants us to do, right? He wants us to be givers. He wants us to be sharers. But it goes back to it goes back to this inner sanctuary that Hebrews six talks about. It leads us through the curtain into God's inner sanctuary. Jesus has already gone in there for us. Wow, wow! That that atonement, that day of atonement, right, where the high priest would go back and sprinkle the blood of the sacrifice on the mercy seat to atone for the sins of the people. And Jesus becomes our high priest. And and when the cross is up and Jesus is on it, and he is sacrificed for the sins of the world, the curtain, the veil in the temple is torn in half, and it's divided, and it comes down. 
And there's no more division between God's inner sanctuary and God's outer sanctuary. Now it's now the access to God is given through Jesus Christ. And access to hope is given through Jesus too. So, Pastor, I don't know where your hope is. I don't know where you've been recently disappointed. I don't know where people have let you down. I mean, I've just given you a couple silly illustrations about where I've been let down. And of course, we all get let down all the time. I just want to, in your perspective on hope, I want to point you back to the source of hope, and that is God. God gives us hope through what he did for us on the cross. So, episode 41, that's all I've got. I'll see you tomorrow on the Coaching for Pastors podcast.